tonight uh, I thought we could explore um, two of the Brahma Viharas of the divine abode or two of the four qualities of the heart so again um, benevolence or friendliness being the first one that turns into compassion when uh, meeting what is difficult. Uh, so compassion, benevolence, compassion. Um, when benevolence meets what is um, beautiful, good, uh, wholesome, uh, then it can rejoice. It becomes uh, what we call mudita, capacity to rejoice in somebody else's happiness or one's own and then the fourth quality is the equanimity so the stability of uh, of uh, of heart so the equanimity is uh, is what gives strength to the other qualities because otherwise the benevolence or the friendliness the loving kindness is kind of haphazard you know it appears here and there and then something is said and it disappears you know and it's a little shaky and so if, if we bring in uh, the other qualities, actually, uh, it's, it's strengthening. Uh, so the, the, the non-reactive heart, you know, that can actually sustain what is difficult without falling in despair or attaching, you know. So it, it gives breath to all the other qualities in the metta. So tonight I thought we could explore a little <coughs> bit equanimity and compassion, and uh, so it requires considering the difficult. So then you have to um, see for yourself what is the quality of the heart at this moment. <coughs> if you've been soaking in dukkha all day, in the difficult, uh, and you're kind of exhausted, maybe it's, it's not appropriate for you to do this reflection. So, um, so this is what I'm suggesting, but you... You have to be the one to say, like, actually, you know what? <coughs> I'm going to go have tea, which you could actually do. Or I'm going to uh, tune out, you know, from, from what is going to be said, because I don't want to be uh, invited in the realm of the difficult. Uh, although you can choose the level of difficulty of what you're going to consider. So what I'm saying here is it requires intelligence, discernment, listening to self, you know. Where, where am I at? What would be good for me uh, this evening? Equanimity is, um, is not something that we uh, can only will. Okay, I'm going to be equanimous now. You know, learning uh, bad news, you know, I'm going to be equanimous. <laughs> We know it doesn't work exactly like that. So we, equanimity is the highest quality in the Buddhist uh, psychology. It's, uh, it means there's a lot of wisdom there. There's a lot of uh, a acceptance, a deep, intimate knowing that things uh, are happen when conditions are right and when conditions are not right. Things don't happen or they dismantle. It's a deep understanding of the conditionality of uh, reality, you know. So the heart is not, why me? It is, ah, the conditions were right for this diagnosis to appear, you know, or this thing to happen. All the conditions were right 
for us to have had the day we had. You know? And so this is not uh, easy. But the more we understand this, that things are conditional. Some conditions I have uh, a say over, and many I actually don't. You know? And so the more we know this intimately, not just as information or reflection, but on a deep level, we've seen it play uh, in experience, you know. And that's what we're exposing ourselves to here. You know, we sit and we notice that we don't control the temperature, but we don't even control the movements of our hearts, you know. We want to be concentrated and it's scattered. And this is how it is. You know. So we learn, we're, we're actually developing equanimity here. And so partly it's, uh, it's a deep understanding also of the ephemeral nature of things that things appear and disappear. And, uh, but we can also, I think, we can uh, invite equanimity, like be interested in it. How would it feel like? Could it be uh, here now? Oh, it's here. And often it's actually um, tra- kind of transparent. You don't notice it because uh, equanimity is uh, non-reactivity. And often, I mean, we would not have made it so far in the retreat or in our life <laughs> if, there was, if it's not something we would experience on a daily basis. You know, the capacity to be with, uh, you know, something without losing ground. You know. So we have that. And uh, I think we can develop the ability to recognize the presence of it. And also, because the mind becomes more and more pliable with practice, we can also invite it. And the mind has this capacity sometimes, not all the times, but to respond to invitation. You know, I was saying this, I think, last night, like inviting a little... What would it be like if there was the mind was a little bit, or heart was a little bit more friendly? And sometimes, boom, it just gets that. Or you hear it from the teacher, and the voice of the teacher, <coughs> and you, it's transmitted. It means the mind, the heart is pliable. It can, it can be touched and suddenly embody something that was outside. You know? Feel it. And so equanimity also, I think, can be invited sometimes. So can that be okay? Is an invitation for equanimity. Can I not lose ground while this is there? Can that be okay that this is there? Can that be okay that this is not there? Whatever that thing is that I would like. Can it be okay? And it it's helps us feel it. And so that's the exploration tonight. And then we'll go into uh, compassion. <coughs> I think the only thing I'll say about this is that it was quite surprising to me to kind of get, I don't know if it was said in so many words, but... Uh, that there was a kind of happiness that was possible that didn't depend on having or not having what I wanted. There was a, a happiness that was more in the relationship with what was happening. <coughs> and the kind of appropriate or wise response to what is difficult is compassion. And so that there could, one could be in something difficult and although it's not the word we would use habitually to mean that, that there could be some kind of happiness. But it seems almost like the wrong word, but 
there could be a fullness while being with something missing, gone, or present that <coughs> is uh, hard to be with. And there could be a, yeah, so a level of equanimity and a level of care, a care, a caring capacity that would not uh, fall in despair, collapse, no inner collapsing, but the heart remaining present and vibrant, resonant, uh, in the middle of the difficult. And God knows we would need this, because there's always a difficulty somewhere. You know, we just have to move the scale a little bit. If I'm good on my little cushion, just move it a little bit. You know, and then it'll include, it will have to include some difficulties. You know. So shall we practice this a little bit? And see if it works for you. And so you, yeah, find uh, your posture, the posture that will work for you. If you wanted to be uh, laying down tonight, there's some space here. We could uh, use some space. The idea would be not to touch somebody else. Uh, but you could find, you know, it could be like you know, almost a slumber party. You know, <laughs> if that uh, would bring ease to the body and heart. And so, um, so yes, yeah, some some settling in the body in a posture that's right for you. If you lay down, I try to remember that we're practicing uh, being awake. <laughs> 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 and. Uh, And so just as we're about to go on that little journey here, it could be good to um, put in the foreground as a really high value um, balance, equilibrium. So saying, okay, so that's at the center of what's going to be happening here is going to be my interest for stability of heart. I want to be very attentive. I'm doing all this in order to... Uh, see if the heart can stay afloat or have some um, buoyancy maybe so I have at heart uh, stability I don't want to fall into despair or reactivity of some sort I'm interested in non-reactivity and how that could uh, feel like that's the exploration so having this intention clear in oneself. And so it means I'm going to check. And knowing that I can stop the exercise at any point, if I feel like it's getting a little too hot, or that I'm losing ground, to come back maybe to the body, uh, hands touching, to the relative silence in the room, underneath, around the words, So an interest for a stability of heart and mind. And see if it's there now. Relative stability can take the form of a quietness, the form of a slight spaciousness or okayness. Sometimes it shows up as a 
being open or just available, available. It can be extremely simple, it doesn't have to be expensive, it could be. And then if you want to, you would uh, bring to mind or heart somebody you know who's having a difficult time in one aspect of their life. Maybe not the most difficult thing. See for yourself. But somebody you know who's having a little difficulty. The idea here is to see if we can stay stable. Allow that image or these images or the thought of this person to be there. As well as the breath, the breathing. And thinking of this particular aspect, it might be that somebody has a difficulties with their health or relationship or work or something. And one phrase to explore equanimity, there might be many, but one phrase could be, uh, oh, this is how it is for you right now. This is how it is for you right now. There is this in your life. like this right now. See if you can allow the thoughts of this person and their problem to be there with calm, with care. We're not trying to fix, we're not moving into that, finding a solution yet. We're just allowing that to be felt without denying it. worrying about it, but just saying there's this thing, it's it's there. It's this difficulty, this challenge. If you need to feel the hands there. Resting. This is how it is for you right now. There's this unknown, this difficulty. I care about this. still in this exploration of equanimity, see if you can maybe we'll offer a wish first may you find resolution may you find ease or acceptance or courage to meet this some wish that you find appropriate 
expression of compassion. And then just come back to the sitting here. See if you can actually without... uh, You can let go of the thoughts of this person now. And just come back to the body sitting, breathing, or lying down. just attending to here now. Temperature of the body or room. The soundscape. There's some level of non-reactivity. Could it be invited back? Ease. Balance. Now, if you want, only if it feels right, if it feels like you think you can uh, explore more, this uh, theme of equanimity you could think if you want to if it feels right think about one area of your life that is a little challenging unsatisfying a little disturbing troubling with the same intention to remain calm this time considering this that's the first value There is this aspect of my life. That is, has a little uncertainty in it. Difficulty. (coughs) This is how it is right now. Or that question, could that be okay for now? to have this in mind and heart. Hold this carefully with stability. This is how it is right now. There is this challenge. Can it be okay that something is unresolved right now? Confusing, unclear, however it appears. Not fixing not denying, just being there, allowing this to be known. And finding a wish that would be appropriate. May I find grace 
acceptance, creativity, or patience, or courage, resources to meet this challenge. Still, to explore equanimity, let's see if we can let this go, the thoughts related to this challenge, the difficulty go, and come fully come back here in this body, sitting or lying down, releasing the thoughts. <coughs> and just hearing, hearing. If you want a little exploration of uh, compassion, we would change a little bit uh, the way we've been practicing and uh, maybe in invite you to bring your attention, if you want to, in the area of the <coughs> chest, the heart space, where we saw today on the slide that a lot of emotions are felt. <coughs> solar plexus, heart area. If you want to, uh, with the use of imagination, if you want to imagine a little uh, bonfire there in your heart, a little uh, fire releasing light and warmth, nurturing fire, a campfire, little fire there. With uh, every uh, in-breath, you could imagine you're bringing oxygen to the fire to help it uh, stay alive and burn, release heat, and light in the night. Every in-breath, nurturing to the fire and every out breath you could imagine the heat coming out or the light or friendliness care a little bonfire of compassion in the heart and with the in breath not only can you feed the fire nurture the fire with uh, oxygen, but also if there is any pain or hardship that you want to put in there, that fire transforms hardship and sorrow into light and warmth and care.
with the in-breath feeding the fire gently with the out-breath feeling the warmth benevolence, care, compassion radiating Breathing in, you can think of your own difficulties or those of the friend you were taught thinking about. Let the alchemy produce the exact same amount of care, warmth, friendliness, compassion. with each in-breath you can think of an ache, a pain of yours or somebody else and bring it in there so it can produce care and love can remain a gentle campfire of compassion. If you want to, it can also become the great uh, loving fire of compassion. It can even expand and come out of your chest. The archetypal fire of care, releasing loads of warmth and benevolence. Maybe considering the difficulties of whole populations. Again, you the one to feed the fire or let it cool down. practice is appropriate for you tonight.
you haven't already, see if you can let the fire cool down by just coming back to the body sitting here. And the sweet, uh, benevolent darkness that is coming down on us to embrace us. just be here with the evening light <coughs> maybe to finish we could uh, just to see how the mind is pliable and the heart is pliable. See if we could um, just bring in the last quality of the heart, mudita, joy. See if you're able to consider, think of a friend who's happy in an aspect of their life. (coughs) See if that can also be allowed in the heart the appreciation, rejoicing for this friend's good fortune, maybe. Our friend's uh, good quality, rejoicing in the good quality of somebody you care for. friend, may your happiness grow and never end. May this quality grow in you and never cease. you want of a few friends, their beautiful qualities, their life, their life force, their unique life and personality. And I won't ring the bell tonight, so again, whenever you want to move on in one posture or another, please feel free to do that. We continue to honor the silence in the field of practice we're in. Thank you. Good night. Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.